This is the Teacher Mindset Coach Podcast, episode number 55. Hey, teachers, welcome to the podcast where we do the hard work to uplevel ourselves and have fun along the way. I'm your host, Ashley Wolf, and I'm here to help you rock your world with mindset stories, strategies, and skills that you've probably never been taught before. Let's do the damn thing. Hello, my teachers. How are you? I am fantastic. I'm exhausted in the best way. I'm recording this podcast from Phoenix, Arizona in one of my short-term rental units that I manage on the side. It is kind of nice to just be able to like block off your calendar and just show up because you know the code to get in and then you have a a hotel room at your disposal. (laughs) So this episode is so not about you know, managing short-term rentals, but I have mentored people in the past of how to do this as a business, side business, and if that's something that you have questions about, you know you can hit me up. I would love to talk real estate with you. So that is not my point today. We are going to dive into this latest fun little idea that I've had to help teachers called self-care sticky notes. So if you haven't reached out to me and said, yes, I want the self-care sticky notes, please do um, email me, ashley at teachermindsetcoach.com and just tell me, you know, hey, I want the self-care sticky notes. It's an email series that I've been working on because I know that teachers love their sticky notes. I use them like they're normal, just the normal paper. So I use, you know, eight or nine sticky notes to get an idea out (laughs) in succession instead of just reaching for a full-size sheet of paper. So I had this idea for self-care sticky notes being like the kind of sticky notes that we create just for ourselves to place in a location that we will see it often and then get used to reminding ourselves of whatever the sticky note says. So, and it goes beyond, and I kind of, I did a TikTok post about this because I want to give this gift from me to you to as many uh, teachers as I can. Right now, it's only in email form. However, it's super powerful for you to not have to be the one to make up all of the phrases, take what I offer you, and then The best part is you can make them your own if there's inspiration that you find from one of the the monthly phrases. You're like, yeah, I like that, but I would love to change this to this. Do it. I will never know unless you email me, of course, and then I would be highly flattered. But my point is, this is a way for us to start really getting into the consistent practice of mindset work. This is not toxic positivity. You guys know that I have opinions on that. And if you want to hear my toxic positivity episode, scroll back a few weeks, maybe a few months, and take a listen to that one. It also is paired up with success toxicity, which is highly interesting to me, and I'm learning about it all the time. So the self-care sticky notes is what I'm going to make this little episode into today because at my conference where I'm attending, it's a life coach conference 
put on by the Life Coach School. And today, on the stage, all day, the founder, Brooke Castillo, was talking to us. She's very inspirational. She has been a huge influence on me and the message that I'm trying to put out to empower teachers. And so, of course, my brain was abuzz with all sorts of uh, self-care sticky note ideas in the same like action as me taking notes on the conference itself and like the what was going on on stage. I was getting ideas for you guys as well. So the self-care sticky notes, again, they're supposed to be a phrase that fits on a sticky note that you write yourself and you put it somewhere that you can see it. So we're not going to be writing down toxic positivity messages such as no hard days. Y'all, I mean, I don't want to spend much time on this, but no hard days is a lie. Okay, and one of the most visceral remembrance moments that I have of having hard days was when my mother passed away, when she was very, very sick and when she passed away. Some of the hardest days of my life, I would never eliminate that from my history in order to believe that there are no hard days. So we're not going to be putting cutesy little um, phrases on post-it notes with lies on them. (laughs) So all this to say, and my caveat here is this, if you feel in your body that there is a phrase that I offer you in one of these self-care sticky notes, or if you're on the email list and you're getting them in your inbox, If there is a phrase that comes to you from me and you're like, "Mm, that doesn't sit well with me, pay attention to that. That is worth exploring. That is worth you calling upon your power to say, I kind of disagree with that. And then instead of just dismissing it, allow it to be a place where you take yourself in a teachable moment for why. Why does that feel a little off to you? So maybe no hard days is your life's motto or good vibes only is your motto. Challenging those really worn out phrases is what the self-care sticky notes are supposed to do. So here's an example. Here's November's. It's already been sent out. So um, if you're new to the email list for self-care sticky notes, you won't get November's, but you'll get, you know, here was November's, here was December's. And, oh, I'm sorry, October's. And I'm going to give you a little bit more that are not on the email list yet as inspiration for you to get out your sticky notes, your pen, your lovely little markers, and kind of go to town on making some nice notes for yourself. So if you so desire, pause this episode right here. Go get your little stack of sticky notes. Go get your fancy Sharpie markers with the metallic shimmer on them. And let's have some fun creating something for you. If you want me to email these to you, because I'm not going to reveal all of them in the podcast, of course, um, email me, ashley at teachermindsetcoach.com and tell me that you want the self-care sticky notes. There's so many teachers who have already reached out. I'm so, so glad. Okay, November. Here's what you write on your sticky note. I'm doing my best and it's good enough. So the reason why I thought this one was really interesting and really important to pair up as an and statement is because the phrase I'm doing my best can be so dismissive sometimes because we 
we're like, well, you know, I was just doing my best or we'll say it in a way of like a negative way, like, well, they're just doing their best. And the, the unsaid message is, and it's not even good enough, right? We, I do this all the time. Bless the hearts of the people who have worked with me. I, I mean, because I know how much judgment I do on myself and I know how much judgment I have put on other people without even saying it. And it's all in this whole idea of like, are they really doing their best? But to me, now that I know more about mind management, people's capacity and people's abilities, that question of like, are they really doing their best in a very judgy way is so not serving anyone, but especially me. So back to the sticky note that we want to write for ourselves, if you're so inclined, I'm doing my best and it's good enough. This goes against the common saying, I'm doing my best and my best is never good enough. We want to train the brain out of those lies. My best isn't good enough. It's just a lie. There is no truth to that at all. And I will not stand by and tell you that we need to work through like finding the root cause of why you would say that if it's just as simple as saying, let's learn something new that's way more supportive. I'm doing my best and it's good enough. That calls into question the judgments that will happen when you are in the middle of your work, my friends. When you're in the middle of your work and you are questioning things, questioning yourself, you can remind your brain, "Mm, no, I'm doing my best and it's good enough. Okay. For the rest of the self-care sticky notes, I'm just going to give you the notes that I made today. So these could be coming up in the next few um, monthly emails for you, but I've already, confession, I've already hashed out all of the self-care sticky notes through um, April of 2023. Since it's only a monthly thing, it wasn't really that hard for me to just spit out some awesome phrases that I really want to help teachers memorize as well. Because yes, this is kind of like a memorization practice. If you're memorized to tell yourself that your best isn't good enough, and that's just true for you, I venture to guess if you are aware of this, and if you're like, yep, I I think I want to change that, the self-care sticky notes could be a really fast way to do it. You put it in your line of sight, you put it on your computer monitor or at your desk, you see it, you say it. And then the real work begins because saying the words is not nearly enough. You have to believe that it's true or you have to believe that there is some grain of truth in there. That's why altering these sayings to really fit what you want is highly recommended, especially if you are like, yeah, I'm kind of there. But if you're totally not there, like, oh, I don't believe my best is good enough at all, then the sticky note itself is going to be a good way for you to start practicing. But I also highly recommend um, talking to me in a listening session so that we can really dig some stuff up on your brain. Here's another one. I am an amazing person. No explanation needed. I am, I am an amazing person. No explanation needed. You know what this means? You're amazing just because. You're amazing because you are here. You're amazing because you were born. 
You're amazing because you are you. We do not have to feel compelled to go down the laundry list of reasons, a sub, you know, being of the, the substance of our amazingness. There is no criteria or checkboxes that we need to fill up to say or decide or think for ourselves that we're just simply an amazing person. No explanation needed. No validation needed. The fact that you were born and you're here right now, alive on this planet, amazing. No explanation needed. That one's pretty powerful because I think a lot of times we get really caught up in wanting to, and this is probably a very rudimentary way of explaining it, but like wanting to run away from the shame that we feel about ourselves in some way by listing off our accomplishments. The topic of shame is an uncomfortable one. The topic of accomplishments can be less uncomfortable, but we cannot rub out or eliminate the shame with accomplishments. That is why, and people are convinced of this, and that's why we have people in burnout. That's why we have people who are overachievers, perfectionists, is because they think that the judgment of others or the self-loathing inside themselves, and I'm not saying that everybody self-loathes, but the shame they feel of the unhealed uh, trauma or the unhealed thoughts, beliefs about themselves cannot be simply uh, pushed off to the side with accomplishments. Just in the same way of like money doesn't create happiness, simply earning a million dollars does not guarantee our happiness. Happiness is an inside job, no matter what your job is. So I'm an amazing person. If you don't like that word amazing, because it might not feel true for you, put something else in there. I'm an incredible person. I'm an awe-inspiring person. No explanation needed. It's like mic drop right there. I believe it because I want, and nobody has to agree is what that really means. I don't have to go explain it to somebody else so that they can agree with me of how amazing I am. That's be, that's called being people-pleased, and I suffer from that disease. Oh, yes, I do. Being people-pleased is wanting other people to tell me how great I am. But me, I don't believe it anyway. I, I don't believe it regardless. So, like, that's a whole nother topic. People-pleasing is trying to please the people so that you can actually control what they think of you. Because <laughs> you think that that's real. You think that's actually a possibility. I don't want them to be mad at me, so I'm just going to do all this stuff. <laughs> and then you're like, you're mad at yourself anyways, because, I mean, it's it's a never-ending loop. Being people-pleased is wanting the outside accolades like your accomplishments to be met with a bunch of external voices praising you when the one that is silenced is actually yours. That's my big work. All right, here's another self-care sticky note. This one's kind of cool. Making decisions releases. Oh, no, wait. I just had an idea. Let's change that word releases to unleashes. Because release can be kind of a tricky word. Release meaning let go of completely and like lose. But I don't want it to mean lose my power. I'm saying it unleashes your power. So making decisions, deciding 
unleashes my power. Making decisions unleashes my power. This is so incredible because decisions are almost like an instantaneous thought switch from A to B. And then the rest of the work after that is what we, you know, our brain is convinced is going to be hard. The decision itself is not going to be hard at all. It's in an instant. It's like from the time that the moon goes from full moon to waxing crescent, it's like in an instant. But all that was leading up to that decision is what our brain loves to make decisions, quote, hard to do. It's all that's leading up. And then everything afterwards is where your power has been unleashed because you've decided. And now that is true for you. Just like deciding that you are an incredible human. Period. Hard stop. End of sentence. Mic drop. Making a decision like that about yourself unleashes your power to do more. You can make decisions about thousands of things in a day. Don't let that mean that making decisions is what exhausts you as a teacher. 700 decisions a day? Okay. Fact. Oh, there is something called decision fatigue. Okay, fact. What are you going to do now? Are you going to decide that having decision fatigue is what keeps you on the couch scrolling and watching Netflix and overeating and overdrinking? Are you going to decide that being a teacher is so exhausting that you have no, um, no time left for yourself? See how that's a decision It's so subtle because we think that it's just truth. And you know who isn't helping? All the rest of the teachers who were saying that their truth is this. Do you see those teachers trying to change that for themselves? Hard question. I'm one of the teachers, and I know there's others of us out there, who are trying to change, like turn the tides for the better, But my rally cry is your empowerment, your happiness, your feelings of relaxation, your feelings of fullness is an inside job completely. It is not your school district. It is not your principal's job for your empowerment. It is not the community members. It is not the students. It's not their job to keep you happy. That could be a self-care sticky note right there. I've said that one for so long, but... Um, I hesitated sending it out. Maybe it's in one of them, but it's not my job's job to keep me happy. You can put that on a sticky note. It is not my job's job to keep me happy. Happiness is an inside job. And if you don't believe in the saying positive vibes only, it will not make you more positive. So these self-care sticky notes are really designed to make you think, not just say something and smile and walk away. It's designed to make you think. Here's another one. I love what's in front of me right this second, myself included. Again, I love what's in front of me right this second, myself included. When you say that, some resistance to what is happening in front of you drops. And I'm not talking about like 
every single circumstance in the world, you should love it. But what I'm saying is like, if you pause to take note of what is going on for you right this second, and you also pause to take note that you can love it, and yourself, you are included in that equation every time. Then you can bring more love and more acceptance to your current reality, which is what we know we have to accept and love before we grow for the better and evolve ourselves. Here's another sticky note. My future is mine to create and believe in. You're always going to be tasked with believing in yourself. (laughs) Believing in yourself does not just happen one time when you're 19 and then it's like you don't have to do it ever again. It's a daily, if not hour by hour thing at some times. My future is mine to create and believe in. The future belongs to you. It's your property. It's your value. And if you have never thought about it this way, I encourage you to talk to me more about this because your future is you, just a different version, especially if you want to grow. If you see yourself in five, 10 years doing exactly the same thing, and that's exactly what you want to do, and that brings you the greatest joy, notice that as well. Believe in the strength and the power that you have just unleashed to love deeply what you are and who you are now and who you will be in the future. But I almost want to challenge that with, if you love yourself completely and deeply right now, your growth and your evolution as a person is inevitable. You're not going to be the same person. And, and the reason why I know it's okay is because you love yourself so much now, you're going to love yourself so much in five, 10 years. But believing in yourself and believing that your future is going to be even more astounding is in your belief, your daily work, your, your daily practice of work. And that leads me to the final one for our self-care sticky note. This might be a too sticky note note because it has this idea of your future self. So think for, for a moment before I tell you what to write on your sticky note, think for a moment about the saying like, you know, what if you could rate your life on a scale of one to 10, where one is complete misery and 10 is Um, the best you could possibly ever be. What would you rate your life? And there's a lot of people and my, my coach and several coaches have used this analogy and I just think it's so strong. Um, A lot of people are like, yeah, it's like a seven or an eight. Some of us go up to a nine. It is almost, I mean, never a 10. Some people go into the five, six, right? But if you take your life and you look at it in this way of a scale of one to 10, and you think that it's pretty much up there, let's say seven, eight, nine, then that means you only have 30, 20, or 10% to go before you've reached your absolute peak. And I'm not talking physical necessarily, but like as far as the amazingness of your life, how awe-inspired are you by your own life? are you? So now let's take that seven or an eight. Let's just call it an eight. And let's say, what if right now 
You think it's an eight. You've just described your life as an eight out of 10. But what if this is actually just a two? Let that sink in. And I'm not saying this for the negative. What if this right here, right now, what you described just a second ago as a seven or an eight is actually a two and your life is going to be 80, 90, 70% better than it already is because of your creation and your beliefs. Not because it just drops out of the sky, not because it's handed to you in a secret envelope, but because you create it. What would be different about your life if this is actually just a two? So on a sticky note, I'm I'm sure that you could distill this down into something that you would want, but here's what I wrote in my notes. Instead of thinking your current life is an eight out of 10, what if it's just a two out of 10? Where will you go from here? What will you create? And so, you know, one of the things that you could write on a sticky note is, um, Something like, what if this is just a two? And it's kind of a secret language that you know that you don't have to explain to anybody um, unless they're like, you know, just really wanting to know. But it's a reminder to you. Don't let your brain think that this is the best it's ever going to get. If you really want to grow, if you really want to change and evolve, not be better. This is one that I have to catch myself because I'm, I'm like, oh yeah, life is going to be better after this is accomplished. No, life is always going to be 50-50. But if you're like, wow, this is just a two, what am I going to create for it to be an eight? And then what if that version, once I'm there, drops down to a two? It's like inevitable and inexhaustible. I love talking about possibilities. I love speaking in terms of getting to our greatness and creating our greatness and living in the moment right here of our greatness and loving it and loving ourselves because you are a part of this. You are this. So that is my daily inspiration self-care sticky notes. Again, if you want me to email this all to you, reach out ashley at teachermindsetcoach.com. And if you're ready for a listening session, session, I am ready for you. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Are you ready to cut your teaching stress in half? I know you are. It's time for me to show you how in just four sessions, 30 minutes per week with me, just you and me, sister or brother. And I will help you cut your teaching stress in half or your money back. It's a no brainer. Click that link that says cut your teaching stress in half and sign up today so that we can start working together to help you feel better. You will thank yourself for it. See you there.